Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. It is the OG nerd himself, Brian, back at it again. Last week, we took a quick break after some feedback um, that was given. Apparently, most people didn't like a 30-minute monologue about the Chicago Bulls. So we went back to the drawing board um, this week. We're going to spend some time just on an overview of the NBA. We are in week four, so a lot of things are already popping off. We're starting to see some really interesting trends to start the season uh, that I want to get into. But um, looks like that first episode kind of fell a little flat for some of you guys. And I uh, want to do better. So we're going to go ahead and um, we're going to jump in. So some interesting stories around the NBA right now. We definitely are not going to touch on all of them. Um, but to get the juicy stuff out of the way first, uh, let's talk about the Joker and his retaliation, um, against, well, I guess let's call it, uh, Joker and his brothers versus the Morris brothers now at this point, uh, as it has escalated, um, we're not going to spend too much time on here, but it's the juiciest topic right now. Um, was it a dirty play? Was it not a dirty play? I think both are dirty plays. I think Morris coming up under uh, the Joker as he was shooting, uh, definitely a dirty play. You can injure a rib. You can get hurt there. Um, he did. He was able to see him coming, but uh, still, you can't brace too much for that. Uh, it's not anything I haven't seen uh, Jokic do to other people. He consistently does things like that himself. Um, outside of that... Uh, it's dirtier the way that he reacted. When you don't when you don't see it coming, it's a lot worse. The whiplash that can happen from it. Um, both players are at fault on the court. How that's going to escalate later in future games when they meet um, will be determined. But uh, the off the court stuff is going to be real interesting as these European players fear no one. Um, it's one of those things where it does not matter to them. Uh, who you are, where you came from. A lot of these folks had a harder life um, just surviving. So uh, that fear doesn't exist. Um, these families are legit, you know, tough guys. So I wouldn't be surprised if if off the court things happen. I hope it doesn't get to that. Um, but it feels like old school basketball. It feels like those days where there was just bad blood and you didn't like each other and people didn't want to be friends. Um, so that's exciting. Hopefully we get a little bit more of that back into the NBA um, as that's what made the league, you know, popular. Jordan trying to take over people and um, just that bad blood between players, even if it was on the surface or just those rivalries, not necessarily trying to be besties. Um so that that could be interesting. End of the day, I, I do think it was dirty on both ends. I think he took it a little too far. Maybe he turns him and then shoves him. I don't know. But to run up on the man as he's walking away is, is pretty punkish. That being said, um, you shouldn't have came up on him. <laughs> don't don't try to punk a seven-footer who, who really does not care. <laughs> um, so we'll leave that there. Outside of that, guys, wanted to dig deep. A little deeper into just the standings thus far, especially in Eastern Conference, as it is a little loopy. Um, but we'll start with the more par for the course Western Conference. 
as it's a little more, um, I guess, going as planned, let's call it. So let's start there. The Golden State Warriors are are probably more of a surprise. I think people thought that they would be good. Um, you got to give them props for their offseason additions uh, because it's clearly helped a ton. You have uh, bringing back AI, Andre Godala has helped them a lot um, playing inspired basketball. They just signed GP2, Gary Payton II, uh, to a contract. And what does he do? Has the best plus minus on the team after he signed that contract. So players are are playing their role. They're playing great. Um, and Steph Curry's on a mission again. It's one of those things where uh, he wants to prove how good he is, it seems like. Take it. Uh, they go play Atlanta. Head-to-head Atlanta. Shout out to Candace Parker, who predicted Steph's 50-point explosion. Um, she said something like, when you are playing against your protege or someone that looks up to you, you got to bring the heat. And boy, did Steph bring it, my guys and girls. Drop a 50-piece on Atlanta. Um, just to remind, you know, the young buck, the young Trey Young, uh, who is the original version of himself, I guess, because Trey is very similar. Outside of the Warriors being a surprise, you know, at the top of the standings in the in the West, I think everything else is pretty pretty normal, right? You have Utah eight and three. Um, that sounds good. They're five and zero in a conference. They're um, undefeated at home. You have Phoenix, you know, defending Western Conference champions. They're looking decent at six and three. The Mavericks stepped it up a little bit over the last week and a half or so. They're at seven and four. Um, Denver, I think Denver is going to be a problem. Denver is going to be one of those teams at full strength who are going to be a nightmare for for a lot of teams in the West. Looks like Kawhi is not coming back this season. What does that do to the Clippers? I mean, honestly, I, I don't even know at this point. I don't know. I mean, they have a decent roster regardless. They got Marcus Morris. They have Serge. Paul George. I should have probably led with Paul George. Y'all going to probably kill me for that. Um, I mean, Reggie Jackson definitely can can ball out. I feel like Terrence Mann has some really good man um, games. Um, but... Are, is that enough, right? Outside of Paul George, they don't really have a, another star. And you guys know how the we, how the league is right now. I know we say Giannis won it being the only star, but Middleton showed out. It was a group effort, and Middleton's an all-star, y'all, so we can't keep saying that. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Clippers. I, I feel like the Clippers are going to be a low seed in the West. The Lakers at the seventh spot at six and five. Uh Injuries, LeBron hasn't been playing. I mean, when when your main guy hasn't been on a court, kind of hard to sustain some winning streaks unless you get lucky. The news, I guess, with the Lakers or the biggest question for the Lakers is going to be what what happens with Wesley Westbrook? Um, is he going to fit on this team? It, it's looking like the answer to that 
might be more no than yes at this point in the season. I mean, when he's just playing on his own, no LeBron, um, at, in Westbrook fashion, he can drop, you know, 30, 40 points on you. But how, I don't I don't necessarily think that they fit well together, which probably feels like Westbrook should be moved at the deadline. I mean, maybe even sooner. If you can put a package together to get Ben Simmons over there, Westbrook for Simmons, I think that helps both teams. Um We'll talk about Ben Simmons in a minute, too. There's a few other possibilities on the Eastern Conference that might work out. But I think a Westbrook for for Simmons deal makes sense for Philly and for the Lakers, at least for now. Um, But I don't think this this experiment's going to work out too well for the Lakers. So something's going to give there. As LeBron um, needs to stay healthy. I mean, he's in his 100th season in the NBA, it feels like now, and no matter how many millions of dollars you spend on your body, father time always catches up to you. And like we've seen in the past with Kawhi, even with Giannis the last couple years, um, with himself, you got to protect your star and and sit him out a couple games, get him some rest, keep him healthy so that they can dominate in the later part of the season which is what really really matters in the nba the regular season's kind of a lull like even if you watch some of these games some of them are exciting but in general it's a lot of kind of walkthrough i still love the game the nba is amazing to me but um it gets more entertaining as the season goes on it's not um an every game matters type of deal but um it can turn into that especially in closer situations in the standings if you're gonna have a home court advantage or not but in the west i mean i think we know who's gonna get in i mean the warriors are gonna get in jazz suns nuggets lakers and then there's probably the mavericks and then there's some iffy ones right it could probably be the clippers the grizzlies the blazers um and that's pretty much it we just need to figure out at this point what the seating is going to be for them and I'm saying that so early. Um, it's only November 10th. Season just started. But I'd put money on that. I mean, I'd give you nine teams and I would bet money on eight of those teams being not coming out of the West. Now, the East is a little different story this year. Um, it has basically been flipped on its head, y'all. The Wizards are in first place. Again, super early. Um, The East is going to change up substantially, I would imagine, uh, going into the coming weeks, months, um, half season, you know, all-star break. But as it stands right now, the Washington Wizards um, have been playing some really good basketball at eight and three. Uh, That trade that they made uh, to get KCP, um, Montrell, Montrez Harrell, um been showing out since he's gotten there um it's worked out for them Kyle Kuzma those guys weren't wanted in LA or thought they could be upgraded and now all of a sudden the Wizards look solid Bradley Beal you know doing his thing um they'll be competitive I I think they will be a playoff team I definitely don't think they'll be a one seed um but they're starting to, to gel and and gelling early is important that's good for them. Eight and three to start the season. I mean, at the end of the day, shout out to those fans who um, really are fans of the Wizards. The Wizards 
Uh, who else? <laughs> the Cavs having a decent start to the season. I want to give you guys a nice uh, little round of applause here yeah! so that you can celebrate your squads because you might not be able to do it going forward. Um, at number two, Chicago Bulls. I, I've already told you how high I am on them. I think they make the playoffs. It just won't be at the two seed. Miami looks really good. Scary good. Um, they're sitting at seven and three right now. Uh, Brooklyn figuring some things out at eight and four. Philly. Let me see if some of these games ended and they might be changed a little. Philly at eight and four. Cleveland, I mentioned seven and five. The New York Knicks played the Bucks tonight. They uh, lost that game, the Bucks revenge game from the 20 point loss that they had here in Milwaukee uh, the other day on November 5th. Bucks go to New York tonight and avenge that loss in convincing fashion. And then the Bucks had the eight seed at six and six, followed by Toronto, Charlotte, the so. Listen to these names. The Wizards, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Knicks, all are in the top eight in the Eastern Conference. Did you think that would happen this season? Did you think at any point in time that would be a thing? Again, we're three, four weeks in, so I get it, right? I'm not prisoner of the moment. Like, hey, the Wizards are going to the finals. No, that's not going to happen. But... It's interesting. It makes it interesting, especially in, in our conference. I'm a Bucks fan, obviously, not a secret here. Uh, but to have Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, Indiana, Atlanta, all on the bottom, you know, it's 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 interesting. Um, all these teams are probably going to go on some runs. The Celtics are having their problems. Uh, looks like Marcus Smart is not playing nice with uh Jalen and so Tatum and Brown are seemingly having issues with Marcus Smart which could cause some problems in the long term they're at five and six which isn't horrible you know a couple games in a row all of a sudden they're vaulted up you know into that top tier the Pacers four and seven probably will need to make a move at some point Chris Duarte is playing great because I picked them in the regular season, so I'm going to ride that bandwagon until it's no more. Um, but I think they probably make some trades or something. Um, acquire more pieces. Maybe Malcolm Brogdon gets moved. Maybe gets moved to, like, I think it would be a good fit on the Lakers. I don't know how that would work out, but possibly. Um, and then Atlanta. Atlanta at 4-8. and eight. Um has been having some issues. There's been, you know, some COVID stuff around the league. There's been some injuries. We can hone in on the Bucks here for a quick second. I try not to be very homery uh, in general when doing some of these, but it's inevitable. But, you know, I talked to some of my buddies and just some other casual fans that we talk to uh, either at work or around the city when we're having conversations. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, let's not call it fear, but concern about the Milwaukee Bucks. Listen, guys, listen to me very closely here. The Milwaukee Bucks just played longer than they've ever played in a season. So for one, 
that matters. That's that's one of the one of the reasons I respect LeBron. The man always plays into July and just it's he's an energizer bunny. So that's one thing. Another thing, DiVincenzo hurt, right? Hurt. Bobby Portis didn't play the first few games of the season. Brooke Lopez hurt. Chris Middleton COVID protocol. Drew Holiday gets hurt in the first game of the season for a couple games. And then he starts coming off the bench. I think his first game back after the opening night was against the Knicks on November 5th. And he came off the bench. He didn't even start. So what you're really asking for right now is, and he should be able to do this. I'm not going to make any excuses. They're 500, though. I mean, I'll take that all day. You're asking Giannis to start a game with George Hill, Grayson Allen, Connington and Thanasis and ask him, hey, go out there and get us a winning record, yo. I mean, it's possible, but it, it, let's be real. Like, this is not the Bucks team um, right now that went to the finals or that was upgraded. I think it was upgraded over the offseason. Grayson Allen is a huge addition, y'all. He has been balling right now for the Bucks the last couple games. Absolutely amazing. On the fifth against the Knicks, he had 22 points. Looked great. I was there at the game. Then they played the Wizards. He had 19 points. Then they went to Philly last night. Dropped 25 on them boys. Plus minus 18. And then today in New York, dropped 15. That is offensive power that we didn't have last season as as important as P.J. Tucker was to our championship run, which he was very important, y'all. Like, I don't think the Bucks get past the Nets if P.J. doesn't get in Durant's face. That was the moment to me where I knew we were going to win the NBA championship because we weren't punks anymore. The Bucks were getting punked in previous seasons, and that was not this team anymore. He gave us the character and the toughness. What he didn't give us is any offense <laughs> whatsoever. So now that the our core has learned that toughness, they got that from PJ and from from Bobby, who's also tough, and all the other people that helped us win this title. Um, now you can make some tough decisions. It was a tough decision to let him walk, but Grayson Allen is a tough dude as well, and Grayson Allen can score and get you fifteen to thirty points a night if needed as your fourth option. <laughs> Um, offensively, I mean, that's, that's big for the Bucks, and it's something that he's going to be able to play free, stand on the, on the perimeter, make some things happen as he's driving sometimes, probably get four or five fouls a night. <laughs> um, but he's going to look good. Bobby Portis is back now and he's looking as energized as ever. Super big on Jordan Nora, the dude, um, right now he's kind of young and, and, take some ill-advised shots i would say but he's a scorer man once he gets more confident jordan nora can get you you know 12 points off the bench on any given night and the more confidence he gets especially coming off of the olympics that's big news for the milwaukee bucks so i'm not worried about the bucks at whatsoever i mean the bucks are going to end in the top three in the east no matter what happens so it's one of those things but it's very interesting like to start the season, how it's been flipped upside down, right? Wizards at one. Bulls, again, high on the Bulls. Miami looks, I'd say out of all the teams 
not named Brooklyn Nets in the East. Miami probably concerns me the most as a Bucks fan. Um, because now they also got, they added to the team that was already tough defensively for us. So we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully not in a first round matchup um, or even second round matchup. Then you got Philly, Cleveland, Knicks. It's real interesting. There's a lot of decent teams. I think Charlotte is decent. Obviously, the, the Celtics have great talent, great good coaching. Um, they should be way they should be playing way better than they are, but they'll figure it out. I, I wholeheartedly believe um, Atlanta should figure it out. They should move up on the standings. It's it's just crazy to me um, how wild it is. I mean, if I were to to pick a power ranking of sorts. Um, as good as the Warriors are playing, I think Miami might have to be at the top of that list for me just because they are a tough team that plays hella defense. I think their defensive rating, I don't know, I think it's like 101, which is like top five in the league. But they're scoring points, y'all. Um, scary if they can score points now. So that they're a concern. The Warriors obviously are up in the top five. Uh, Utah probably up there. And I think as early as it is, you got to put the Wizards up there. You just have to have give them some love because um, they are playing good basketball. I mean, they have won some tough games. Um, it's all about sharing the ball over there. They, they, they're playing tough basketball. They're hitting, um, in transition, which is really good as they, you know, moving and sharing the ball, whoever's out front doesn't matter. And they upgraded their defense. So they have a better personnel on defense. They, they look better. They have a sense of urgency. It feels like to me, but outside of that, that would be the top. And if you notice, I mean, that's a that's a lot of Eastern Conference teams. I mean, you can probably put Brooklyn at the top of this list every week, even without Kyrie. But uh, let's exclude them for the sake of, you know, being fair, I guess. Um, and to just end this conversation, tie it in a bow. I'm trying to keep these under 30 minutes since I'm by myself until Sate. Freeze up some time for your boy. Um, dude, the Warriors don't even have clay back. <laughs> they don't even have clay back. Look, the reality is they, they played an easier schedule as I'm looking at their schedule right now. Um, they were playing in a cupcake schedule. But that being said, you can only play your schedule. You don't play anyone else's schedule. You play whatever schedule you have in front of you. And that is what they did. I mean, the Blazers are struggling. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dame gets traded soon, but we can leave that for another day. Um, Close game against the Nuggets. The Lakers have been struggling. They played the Lakers twice, beat them twice. Um, They played Portland twice beat them twice. That was all preseason. So then we go to week one. You have Lakers, Warriors, week one, Warriors beat them again. Then you have Clippers, Warriors, Warriors in a close one. Clippers, Kings, Warriors again. 
They beat the Thunder. They beat the Grizzlies. No, actually, they lost to the Grizzlies. That's their only loss. Oh, yeah, that was the day that Ja went crazy. And then they beat the Thunder again. That was all in October. And if you go over to November, uh, they play the Hornets, who are, you know, a 500 team right now in the East. The Pelicans, they trounced the Pelicans by like 40. The Rockets, who are probably the worst team in the NBA. Christian Woods over there suffering. And then Atlanta, who's who's actually struggling. And right now they're beating Timberwolves by 17 points. <laughs> so, I mean, they clearly haven't been tested. But, again, no clay. The additions that they've added to this team, um, the way that they're playing, Draymond is obviously the, the engine and the heart of this team, and he's playing very inspired right now. But they look... They look solid, y'all. And come Clay Thompson, I'm sure you're going to have to move some stuff around. Um, there's a lot of good young pieces in here. Um, I, just don't, I, I love how the Warriors build, man. I mean, outside of bringing Kevin Durant over there for that stint and winning those titles, they just get young players. They either draft them or trade for them. Like, you know... Gary Payton was a buck for a little bit and he was pop, you know, kind of popular here, but you got Jordan Poole, you have um, Looney, you have Wiggins who no one even wanted, but seems to be fitting good there. Um, I wouldn't say Otter Porter Jr. is relatively young, but he's 28. You got Wiseman at 20. I mean, Moody, I, it's it's interesting. It's it's definitely interesting. Once Clay comes back, we'll really see what the team can be. I mean, Clay Thompson hasn't played basketball, y'all. I've seen him warm up a couple times here prior to a couple games. Um he looks he looks okay, but he hasn't been cleared for like full contact. Clay hasn't played basketball professionally since June 13th, 2019. That is an insane amount of time, y'all. It is an insane amount of time. So we'll see what he even looks like. I mean, maybe maybe he doesn't fit. Maybe the Warriors can get something for him if they need to. But I think he's a shooter, y'all. Like he's gonna his game is three and D, and I don't I think he can fit anywhere, so they'll make it work. But the Golden State Warriors off to a very quick start. Um looking good in the Western Conference. All right, y'all. So I'm going to leave it at that. Want to keep these things under 30 minutes. Hopefully this was a little bit more entertaining as we whipped around the NBA a little bit, talked about um, these individual standings in the conferences, a little in depth, uh, you know, conversation around these teams and their makeups. I'll try to get more in depth. Ideally for me personally, I wanted to pick a couple teams and dig in. I want to listen to your feedback as well, which I've gotten a little bit um, from those folks, our loyal listeners. Um, so I want to keep that in mind and whatever you guys want to listen to, I, I, we can talk about anything, right? As when Sate jumps on these things, we'll bounce back and forth on some of these and have a little bit of argument on some of these NBA, uh, you know, six man candidates and role players as we don't really agree on some of those. So looking forward to that as happening as well. But hey, we appreciate you guys stopping by. We got our fantasy show um, coming up again tomorrow. Make sure you tune into that. 
Andy uh, has been proving me wrong in our Dynasty League this year, which I'm pretty salty about. But tune in. The guy knows what he's talking about. Um, so does Farley. Um, we have our main show, which we took a brief week off for just based on scheduling conflicts because we have lives and work schedules um, and families that get in the way sometimes. <laughs> I say that jokingly, y'all. Um, but make sure you're, you're supporting us, showing us some love. Share these podcasts, man. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone that's interested in any sport, in basketball, and listening to some guys talk about what they love. Um, and send them my way if they want to talk about the NBA or if they want to listen to it. We'll talk about it, man. Give us some ideas on things you guys want to listen to or hear, any topics you might want to hear us debate, possibly, or dig into a specific team that you might be interested in. I can definitely do a deeper dive as I did with the Bulls again, if that's what you guys want. Um, Otherwise, thanks for showing up. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for the follows, the likes, the shares, everything you're going to do for us in the future. And we do it because we love it, y'all. Thanks for stopping by. Have a good night. Deuces.